Hello everyone and welcome to the Real Film Show. I'm Rob. And I'm Harriet. Do you enjoy introducing yourself there for no, the first time? No, it feels Why? really awkward. Why? I don't know. I don't say my name very often. Well, no one says their own name very often. Yeah, exactly. So it feels awkward. Well, no, you do actually. Oh, actually, every day at work do. I say, hello, you it's say every, Yeah, you just, I was going to say you say it every single day, <laughs> numerous times to strangers. I do. Yeah, but that's phone voice. I guess this is phone voice. Very similar to this voice. Yeah. yeah. This, this is, isn't how I normally speak. How do you normally speak? I don't know. Sounds like a Cockney accent or something. Yeah, I have a really strong accent. I just like dumb it down for... This is a dumbed down accent, so your accent is even posher than this. No, that's not what I meant. Damp, dampened down. Damp, that's what it sounds like. Sounds like a damp I'm actually, squid. I'm actually really, Sounds like really your accent posh. is a damp squid. That's why I know what squibs are. Um, I've yet to meet one of your so-called squids. That's exactly what big marine sea want you to think. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a weekly film and TV, weekly-ish. Kind you of. know, some of those things get in the way sometimes. and There's a lot of stuff. I mean, come on. There's stuff going on now. We're approaching the end of lockdown, so, you know. Yeah. Um, weekly-ish film and TV podcast. We'll talk about our recommendations. This week, our film is uh, a nice little Netflix animation, Mitchells vs. the Machines. Yeah. Um, we've got some controversial news for our Be a Bitch, Get Some Clicks section. Bitch, bitch for clicks. Bitch for clicks. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's as catchy as my version, but that's yeah, fine. Your vision was just um, trailing off into silence. That's fine. Okay. It's it keeps people catchy. on suspense. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's oh, what's he gonna? Yeah, do? it's like mysterious. <laughs> um, talk about controversial Shrek news. Yeah. You know, um, because Shrek is love. Loves, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Exactly. Um, and there's some awesome TV which we're going to talk about. Oh yeah. Which I can't remember because you've got the running order and I can't see it. Yeah. And I, I forgot what the name of the thing was as well, so it's Boding Well. What's it called? Sh- Shadow and Bone. Right, yeah. <laughs> Shadow and Bone? Wait. Yes. I googled Blood and Stone because I couldn't remember. Blood and, and Stone's <laughs> like a... That sounds like a Game of Thrones thing. I know, right? Well, it's kind of a similar kind of thing, but I googled Blood and Stone and Shadow and Bone was the first thing that came up, oh, so clearly a lot enough. of people are making that mistake. Fair enough. Um, okay, let's start with our first section. Yeah. Bitches. Bitches get clicks. Clicks. Bitches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to introduce this? So, I so somebody put this on our Discord. I think that was me. Was it you? Okay. Because I didn't read it at the time. I just joined the Discord. By the way, links below. I am. Um, I just said I love Shrek, and then I only just read it now. And the, the way I found the article is I just googled Shrek is bad. Question mark. Yeah. Shrek is yeah. bad. <laughs> That's how I find like ninety percent of my information is I just I google like I'm is saying this, it out loud bad? to somebody. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, this article is in the Guardian, and it's Shrek at twenty. I didn't realize Shrek was twenty years old, but yeah. I remember when I started high school, people talking about Shrek like it had just come out. And that makes sense because I was like 10. Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. Well done. I know. Some real just fast feels... arithmetic going on there. <laughs> you can tell I work in finance. Um, yeah, it just feels like that's a really long time ago, but it also feels like it's always been a part of my life. Yeah, I mean, I've come home numerous times from places <laughs> and you're just watching different Shrek films. Like well... a lot. Like far too often. It became a bit of a thing. They were all on Netflix and, you know... When yeah, you, just, you just kept watching them. I just wanted something, like, comforting that I knew really well, that, you know, wasn't... Oh, I don't know. You just dip in and out. 
you just stop it and then start it again whenever it's kind of like how you watch lord of the rings i yeah but i i know i don't usually i i set aside time oh, to no, watch lord do. of rings properly yeah that's you just true. watch shrek just, just on like, like a, a whim yeah <laughs> yeah you don't I watch don't lord of rings on a whim no, I guess you sit down and you prepare and you one does not treat just watch. Do you know the interesting fact about that? One does not simply meme. Yes. This is the actual screen grab from that. It's not the moment he actually says that line. No. What does he say? At and that point? I find that quite disrespectful to Peter Jackson and to Tolkien. You triggered every piece. time you see it. A little bit, yeah. He's. It doesn't. It's not the right bit. No, it's not. That's really upsetting. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? It's. It's like. Um, it's it, because it's not perfect. They've just done it. With yeah. the picture they like, and be like, "This will do. You know this will do like, for a meme." And then it's like the biggest meme in the world. And all they've done is some "This will do" for this meme. You should, it's not even good. This this will do. Shop. You should do it with the proper screenshot of the exact time that no. he says it, and then send it out and be like, "You're only a true." Friend. Yeah, but then people will be like, "You're just his normal face." Yeah, that's true. It's a bit like when people misquote, "Alas, poor Yorick, I knew him well," and it, that's not the line. So frustrating. That is very frustrating. Um, Shrek, though. Anyway, yeah, Shrek, even better. Um, yeah, no, this this guy, Scott Tobias in The Guardian, has said, Shrek at 20, an unfunny and overrated low for blockbuster animation. I mean... It, I wouldn't call it a low. I don't think anyone would call it a low. I think Except it's, for this guy. I think it's like, it's DreamWorks, isn't it, Shrek? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's like the first DreamWorks and... But it's like... It seems like every single animation film now, at least like Western animation, is kind of based on that animation model. Yeah, this is what he says is the issue. That's not an issue. To be fair, I've not read the article. So I've I've got some... And I I did put in our Discord saying, I am a bit sick of this animation style now. Oh, yeah. I I saw the discussion went up. It's not a criticism of Shrek, it's a criticism of everyone who's just copied the animation style. Which is why, actually, the film that we're going to talk about is quite refreshing. Yes, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I mean, he does say it's kind of Uncanny Valley, which I do agree with. Like, it was the first time they'd got, like, individual hairs looking like individual hairs on the donkey. But that was was of its time. The Godfather isn't in 60 frames. It's like, what's the fucking... Yeah, Yeah, it's going to look like it was made when it was made. Because it was made 20 years ago. Because that's how time works. Yeah, exactly. That's how entropy works. But he says, comprehensively bad, its legacy remains, opening up to the floodgates to other major studios to do like the same sort of thing. But that's not that's not saying Shrek is bad. That's saying that they've, Shrek's they've inspired just, they've just taken the wrong, copycats. Yeah, or like it's a thing that um, films do a lot where they will see something as a commercial success yeah, and then try and copy it, but copy like the wrong thing. Yeah, they think and the wrong thing is yeah. the right bit. Yeah. Like blue light going into the sky. People will be like, well, that, that was in Avengers, so people must love blue lights going into the sky. And it's like, that's yeah. not what people loved about Avengers. You've just done the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, Taking the wrong message from what people likes like. Everybody arriving at the end all together from different places and nobody expected it. Yeah. Portals. Yeah. Because they did that in that other thing. They did it in the thing and we were like, it's exactly like portals. I don't know what thing you're talking oh, about. You're going to need to be more specific. <laughs> I mean, it's in Lord of the Rings quite a lot. Yeah, True. Uh, I mean, it's quite a classic trope, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. also, it's like, it's got to be done right. You, you can't just do it and everyone's going to... I'm going to be like, go this, the cinema. this looks like another familiar thing that I like. Yeah. We're not that stupid as audiences. Some people are that stupid. Well. But. but it also says there's an excess of anachronisms. Anachronisms. It's a like a 
fantasy kids film. I don't expect them to be historically accurate and it's fantasy, so it doesn't have to be... I don't understand that as a criticism. I know, me neither. And they, yeah, they don't understand the buddy cop versus the soppy, soppy love story about the two lonely misunderstood freaks. I, I feel like what? that's in a lot of films. You, have, you can have more than one thing going yeah. on in the same film. Yeah. Very odd. And um, <laughs> there was one bit where it says, the grown-ups in the room can snicker knowingly at Farquaad's name and the repeated references to his penis size. And I read that and was like, Farquaad's name? What's funny about Farquaad's name? Clearly went over my head that it's supposed to be like a fuckwad, I think. Yeah. Maybe that's more of an American thing anyway. Yeah, it's one of those insults where it's like, people say it because it makes them sound like they're interesting. It's yeah. like, it's not an interesting thing to anything. say. Yeah. What, what is a fuckwad? I feel like a wad is it's like... It's like people like cockwomble. Like, what? That's not a fucking... That doesn't make you sound funny. You just call him a cock. Yeah, and also the wombles... Don't say cockwomble. Just say cock. <laughs> <laughs> to diminish the legacy of the Wombles by dirty. I don't know why name. people have to add like these extra little like, suffixes like onto, r- onto ruffle cobbed. <laughs> I mean that's quite funny, but like, I just don't understand why you have to add this to an insult. Yeah, it doesn't have to it be made fruity. More it doesn't make it fruity. It doesn't make you sound more intelligent. It just makes yeah. you sound like a bit of an idiot. Just keep it to the plain. Yeah. Cock. Or you know, just take a take a uh, a line from. Uh, Brian Cox's character in Succession, <laughs> and just tell people to fuck off all the time. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. What was the the insult from Succession? It smells <laughs> like the it smells like the cheesemakers died with his dick in the brew. Yes. It's the best. <laughs> very vivid description of. See that that's, that's elaborate. Clever. It's elaborate, but it's not like muddying up each of the words yeah, and I mean, making you, them to something. Yeah, you know exactly what it means by that. Yeah, I can smell that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think this guy is just against Trek for some unknown reason. It's one of those articles where it's like, I mean, you know why it's been written. It's yeah. been written because... For the bitch for clicks. Exactly. So people click on it and be outraged by it. I'm like, why are you outraged by it? Just but having read his whole article, I still don't really get what he doesn't like about it. He just yeah. doesn't. He just doesn't like it. That's but fine. he's not said anything that's like... I don't really necessarily blame him because... It's a bad film. He's been... Well, he's been asked to do that. And yeah. Oh, I guess he's pitched it and they've been like, yeah... Because yeah. it's, I mean, it's quite clearly troll. But he, yeah, trolling he's, he's not said people. anything that makes me think it's a bad film. He's just said everything that makes me think he doesn't like it. Yeah, and that's just there's a difference. Yeah, yeah. I think film critics generally are quite good from separating. Yeah, taste from. I think the Guardian objectively does good or bad do those as well. Where it's, I think he's done a few of them where he like goes on the defensive of films that have been like universally panned right it's like why this is actually is he the guy who did the Batman v Superman Martha moment no no, he isn't that guy but I did check but also like a lot of people seem to be like attacking this guy and I'm like just why he's just oh, yeah, no, he's he just, just written a like thing it. maybe he's done it like a bit tongue in cheek he's just done it to like it, wind it people up it's pretty tongue in cheek and then people, people are also like the Guardian film re- reviews are off or not I'm like the Guardian has like how many <laughs> different people right it's like people do with They're IGN like IGN so. reviews are all you know, or they'll, they'll say, like, this film got this and this one got this. How is that? How's that quite? Because different people wrote them and different people like different things. That's how it happens. Yeah, it's not like The Guardian or IGN have this enormous list and they have to place whatever film they've watched in that list to find out And where everyone it goes. has to agree on it. Every single film ranked. It's not that. That's yeah, not what it it's is. It's different people's opinions That's and different what, like, things. I don't know. I guess Tomato Meter does that, whatever it's Rotten called. Rotten Tomatoes. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't really have a strong opinion either way. I quite like Shrek. I've not seen it in a long time, but <laughs> I watched them all very recently. Yeah, clearly. 
Um, <laughs> if someone doesn't like what you like, it doesn't really matter. Don't yeah, get it, upset. Just it calm down. Upset me in this the is list. a Twitter thing, isn't it? Is that everyone now to get upset about stuff? So let's talk about Mitchell's versus the machines. Um, yes. This is Sony Pictures Animation. Yeah. On Netflix, um, it's produced by Lord and Miller, who did Spider Verse, and yes. they did the Jump Street films. Oh, really? Yeah, and okay. they started doing the Han Solo as well, but they got kicked off that for being like too funny. <laughs> and it's like, well, you've hired the guys who did Jump Street. What do you think is going to happen? What did you think it was going to be? Yeah. Is that why Han Solo is not not that funny? It's why it's quite. Yeah, I, think. I maybe want to watch that again because I have no desire to watch that film again. <laughs> there were bits where I was like, "Oh, that's cool." No bits where I was like, <laughs> "Somebody was taking the piss when they wrote that." <laughs> Isn't there a bit where he d- explains why it's called Han Solo? Yeah, and it's cause like because like, I ride solo. <laughs> no, it's because they ask him like he's buying a ticket or something, and he's like, and they're like, "What's your second name?" And he's like, uh, "Solo," because he's the only person there or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. One. It's something as bad as that anyway. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's directed by. I can't remember what his name is. You've got his name. Yeah. Um, Mike Rianda. There's two of them, isn't there? There's two directors. Oh, yes. Jeff Rowe. Who They've not really done much before. And they wrote it together. They wrote it together. And it's got uh, Danny McBride is like the dad. Um, Maya Rudolph Maya is Rudolph's the mum. Mike Rianda is the son as well. And and a few other bits and bobs. The, the Furbies. Um, and Olivia <laughs> Coleman's like the, the bad guy. Yeah, she's bang. really good. So she's like, she plays like an AI who's basically taken over the world. And this family are like the last family left in the robot apocalypse. And they're going to try and stop the robot apocalypse. And that's kind of the story. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I thought it was great. I um, I didn't really have any expectations. I don't think I'd even watched a trailer. No, I, I just heard really good things, to be honest. And I, I didn't know what sort of age it was for as well going into it I just kind of I guess thought, it's, it's a family film isn't it yeah it's a like family a film. PG or whatever but um it was it was really funny like there were loads of bits where I was like this is genuinely like, there's one bit that made me laugh like 20 minutes later on in the film when it was getting a bit of a, a lull I was still laughing about a joke that happened 20 minutes earlier yeah it's very funny actually for a kids film but it's not it's... all like sort of adult humor wedged in no, it's adults. just genuinely it's funny. Just There's a lot genuinely funny, funny, funny deadpan. Uh, not deadpan. What's the word? Uh, slapstick. Yeah. There's quite a lot of slapstick comedy, which is actually quite funny, which yeah. is quite surprising for an animation. But the animation itself was really nice as well. Like the into, into the Spider Verse thing, you could definitely see. Yeah, I said that. I, I said though. that before I realised it was Sony actually, because it's yeah. similar. Like, because she, the the main character is like a teenage girl who she doesn't. She wants to be like a filmmaker, and you see like little bits of her doodles kind of pop up on the screen and stuff and like she makes like funny like tiktoks and youtube videos and stuff um and you kind of see like they're kind of integrated into the animation style um i can't remember where i was going with this now is that where i was going with it yeah and that, and that <laughs> looks kind of spider-versey because it's kind of comic yeah book-y. because it's kind of comic book-y. that's that's where i was going with that yeah, yeah. see it's good i know it what came you're back around <laughs> yeah i um it's it's got a massive like cast like there's just this like bit part of the the neighbors next door and it's john oh, and yeah. chrissy teigen yeah and charlene Yee as well yeah it's, it's just there's a lot of people in there's someone else in it as well i can't remember who's um eric andre eric andre that's who i was thinking yeah. of yeah he's, he's like he's a tech so uh, silicon funny. valley tech guy um it's, it's got a mad cast yeah 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 
Um, but I, yeah, I loved it. I really liked it a lot. Like I said, it's genuinely very funny, which I didn't expect it to be that funny. Because I'd heard people raving about it, and I'm like, it's not going to be that good. Because yeah. people rave about, like, Inside Out and, and a lot of, like, Pixar stuff. And I kind of, like, it's fine, but, like, I feel like Pixar stuff and kids' films or family films are kind of are judged on a different yeah. scale. They've so so a lot of people saying appeal. Inside Out's really clever. And I agree that's clever if you're explaining something to children. Yeah, which is what it is. Which is what it is. But I'm, I'm an adult, so it's like, well, it's not like, it's uh, yeah. just fine, isn't it? I guess like family films have to have more of a broad appeal, yeah. but that kind of dilutes the appeal. That dilutes how interesting they can be. <laughs> yeah. The more people you appeal to, the less interesting it is. And then there's sort of a tipping point <laughs> yeah. where it gets too niche. And it's like, this is just it's for fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for the Maybe niche. We'll draw, maybe I'll draw a chart of this and put it on the Discord. Yeah, oh like, yes. When stuff gets it. It's yes, peak interesting too. when and like it decreases as the number of people are, who are into it. <laughs> and then it just drops off a cliff. Yeah. And becomes only weirdos. So it starts off hipster. Hipster to too big to niche. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, um I thought it maybe lulled a bit near the end. It was a bit too long. Yeah. I mean it was like 109 minutes. Yeah. And it could have been like It could have been an hour and a half. Hour and twenty. Yeah. I, I felt that like I was there's a bit where it feels like it's the end and then there's still like half an hour left and it goes yeah. on for a long time. And there's a lot of like action. and The action's really nice, really action's good. Action's like, it's like a big spacey thing and everyone's zhuzhing around everywhere. I didn't necessarily think they needed all of that. Like it looked quite nice, but... Yeah. I, I, I just like flying around. I was like, yeah, nothing's actually happening. There's a big... Uh, Furby joke, which is very good. I love the Furby. The Furby this is bit so is good. incredible. I was pissed myself. Uh, oh, the dog's very funny. It's a very funny. There's a couple of very funny dog jokes in it. Yeah. Um, and the the robots that malfunction. It's really cleverly written. There's, yeah. I think it's really well written. I think there's a lot of stuff that you think is there for a joke, and then it turns out it's quite important. Yeah. Which is which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, clever writing. Um, and I liked the kind of family dynamic as well. Yeah. So. So the main girl who's into um, film and stuff, she's just about to go to university. So there's the dynamic of sort of their daughter leaving the nest kind of thing. But also she's got this sort of tempestuous relationship with her father who's very um, technophobic and doesn't really use computers or anything. Yeah. Whereas she's really into the tech. So he's finding it hard to communicate with her and kind of about the family coming together for... One last time before she leaves them. Yeah. But it's really good. And the little brother is really funny as well. Like, yeah, he is. That he's was really snoop, natural, but... though. When, yeah, when their he's... relationship's really nice. Yeah, when he's, like, um, getting awkward and, like, he just, like, shouts and runs away yeah. and stuff. And it's just so cute. But it's just so, like, you could definitely see that. You could kind of relate to it. So, yeah. Yeah, highly recommend. It's on Netflix. Um, it's really good. Yeah. For all ages. Yeah. Um, should we move on then to our TV? Yeah, what have you? You've not. You've just been watching Succession. So I finished Succession. I went on about it last week, I think. Um, but I genuinely think it is probably the best TV show I've ever watched. Yeah, it's, I, it's so. I I just watched the end of season two, which ends on a massive bombshell. Mm-hmm. Um, season three is out. I think they're filming it now or soon. Um, Where's it going to come out? 
I assume 2022, I guess. TV shows usually have quite a quick turnaround, though, and there's obviously no, there's not a lot of posts they have to do on it, so it might be quite a quick turnaround. But yeah, it's just phenomenal. Like, that's the thing I've been watching and just binging through it, really. It's so good. It's on Now TV if anyone. I wondered into it. But it's so, so good. I wondered into it when there there was a a scene of somebody on stage doing a rap. Yeah. And I I actually had to leave the room. It was so cringeworthy. Yeah. I just, I couldn't even sit there and listen. (laughs) But it was so good. It's brilliant. It's the best drama, family drama. I mean, and I love Sopranos. It's the best family drama I've ever watched. And everyone in it is an unlikable arsehole. But you still, <laughs> it's just this amazing thing of making everyone all, kind of awful. But they're they're awful because of their dad. Yeah. And you understand why they're awful, but you, you also understand why they do everything that they do because the writing's just that good. It's just it's so, and it's so funny as well. It's one of the <laughs> funny, it reminds me a lot of like the thick of it stuff, which just, where stuff just goes wrong and it's just hilarious and just incompetence and yeah, I think it's that it's, it's that something really funny about people who are in positions of power who are just incompetent <laughs> and it's horrifying. I mean, it's funny, but then it's also slightly too close to the bone. It, well, yeah, that, I think that's why it's so funny. I think that's why because it's it's, Cause it's genuinely very accurate. And it's like you know you look at Boris Johnson, you think he's clearly so incompetent, and it yeah. it it is almost funny. But it, because it's so bad. But if we laugh, then nothing will change. Well, like you laugh or you cry. Yeah, okay, fair play, fair play. You laugh and then you vote differently. Everyone vote differently. Vote differently. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, good round of local elections recently, <laughs> wasn't it? Jesus Christ. Uh, I do love voting day. I, I hate the day after. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a successful vote. That's a shame. One day, one day, when all the old people are dead and they stop voting for Turkey, stop voting for Christmas, we'll yeah, maybe um, I don't know. we'll see. We will see. Well, I've been watching um, a fantasy series on Netflix because I used to love fantasy, and I started reading some young adult fantasy novels recently because um, they're just quite fun and they're just quick to read, and I really needed to get back into reading. Um, so this one, Shadow and Bone, it's been, I think it's just a, a novel series that's been picked up by Netflix. So they're probably going to do a few series of it. But um, it's basically this world that, that seems like really interesting, where there's like races of people that have different abilities. So there's these like people that can conjure up like wind or alter people's heartbeats or like fire and stuff so there's all this kind of fantastical world building and there's this huge like what do they call it there's this huge like dark uh oh they call it the fold it's like in the middle of the map there's this huge dark space where it's just completely black all the way to the sky and they can't see anything they have to try and traverse it but there's these dangerous creatures inside and stuff and there's all this mythology around it so like you'd think this story sounds like it'd be really interesting and then it just kind of was a bit flat like the main like the main three actors were fairly good but some of the supporting characters I was just like I don't know if it's the writing or if it's the acting or the direction but it's just falling flat and it's I don't know it felt like it was missing something bit of like it's probably, yeah I think like 
there's a lot of like young adult stuff on Netflix. Yeah. And a lot of it just kind of looks like it's the same stuff. Like they just hire people who look nice. Yeah. And clearly kind of want to make a quick book out of people who are just wanting to look for something to binge. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it works because I binged it, but I Yeah, probably... but then you like compare that to look at like, I think like, um, you look at like the Disney shows that they're putting out and yeah. they're doing it weekly, which I think is important. Yeah. And the quality of those shows is so good because they kind of, I think they kind of trust that people, that they're good enough for people to come back every week. Whereas you And Disney do it every week. And like, like Netflix is just doing this thing now where they just, I think like Netflix do it with their better things. So better call Souls weekly. Yeah. Stranger Things, was that weekly? I think so. So with the stuff that they know is good and people are going to watch, they tend to drop weekly. I think the uh, Marvel stuff was weekly as well, was it? Yeah. No, I might be, no, I'm wrong about that. No, the Marvel stuff wasn't actually. Some of it was, wasn't it? I can't, I don't think it I was. Think later on maybe it was. The Daredevils, I can't remember. Um, but then if you look at something yeah. like, like I thought maybe because the source material is obviously quite inspiring, a lot of people are into these books. I thought that they'd maybe put some effort into it like they did with the Bridgerton series because that's really well made and it's really well acted and directed. It's got great music, great characters, great like style. It, they've put a lot of effort into that and it's been a really, really good success. Whereas this is like, nobody's... Yeah, you don't know what the budget is or anything, do you? Yeah, I guess with YA fantasy as well, there's a lot of it out there. There's a lot of it and a lot of it from someone who doesn't isn't interested in it a lot of it seems to be thematically very similar yeah it's all kind of um a young girl who's just on the cusp of womanhood and she finds out that she's the chosen one for some reason yeah i mean it's both your rip-offs essentially basically spoilers because it's every single young adult book there is out there i think that's maybe why she's not like other girls and she's scrappy and all that kind of thing yeah maybe it's just fatigue even if you're making it maybe fatigued by it i don't know it's just sad though because it could be, it could be good. And to be fair, I was that's like the um, uh, Mistborn trilogy that I've read. Well, yeah, Brenda I, Sanson are a bit like that, where it's like there's a young girl, girl who's kind of the you chosen know, one. I mean, the I chosen, think, I well, think... so that's kind of the premise of it, and it twists and spins it quite well. But like the world building in it is so good and so interesting, and the extended cast of characters are so interesting that. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings. If you explain Lord of the Rings, it sounds shit. Yeah. But then all, all the plot of anything, it's, it sounds kind of yeah, shit yeah. And, and all kind of sounds the same. It's what you flesh it out with what's important. And people isn't can it? be snobby about fantasy as well um, and, and sort of think that it's for younger people and stuff. But I, I've yeah. always loved fantasy and I think that there's so much to it that could be amazing, like, like Lord of the Rings. And I think Mistborn might be the same, it might be the same sort of thing as, as Shadow and Bone. I think if that was, because I've only I've only read the first book of that or listened to the audiobook, it's the same thing. Um, but I thought that that would be a similar sort of thing on the screen. Maybe. So I don't know if they've know. sold the rights to that or not. Surprise if they haven't. There's there's one series of books that I read from um, a girl who I went to Wigtown Book Festival and I shared a a train ride with her on the way home she was telling me about like her work and stuff and I read all her books afterwards and I was like this is amazing this could definitely be a Netflix series and it'd be really really good as that because the stories were so compelling and the characters and the and the sort of world that she'd built but now that I've seen this I just think that maybe it's you need more than that to be successful 
It depends who gets hold of it, though, doesn't it? It's like... Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. There'll probably be a second series of it because why not? Bang another one out. There's more books. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not everything has to be great, I suppose. It can just be... It can just be fine. Be enjoyable. Yeah. Fine. Just like Shrek. Um, is there anything else? No, I don't You want to mention? So. I think that's it then, isn't it? Yeah. Um... I was going to say next week. There's Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's new film. Okay. Oh, is it going to be really long? Probably. Do you want to just watch that without me? Maybe. Uh, there's that, um, which is out t- tomorrow. So maybe we'll do that next week. We've okay. got a few cinema trips booked as well, so we'll see what happens. So exciting. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe. You can join Discord. Um, give us some feedback on Twitter or email or Discord, which all linked below. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.